now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, okay, and we have a special guest to kick off the show today and get a little, well, pretty timely update, if nothing, or nothing else, just to check in to make sure he's okay. And that'd be uh, Rob Irwin from Aircraft Spruce. Rob, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Hey, guys, safe and sound out here in Corona. No, nothing uh, major to report. So okay. I'm happy to- it All wasn't good. you. It was not you that had that incident on the. Uh, la freeway right out well right in corona california and i i know i speak for dennis uh as soon as we saw this incident last week and it made all it made the mainstream media it was quite uh quite an event uh, but the first thing of course we thought oh god is that rob <laughs> yeah yeah that um that airplane went down on the freeway and it, it literally happened got probably 500 yards from where i'm sitting right here it was it was literally one exit up from where you would get off to go to aircraft spruce yeah and uh yeah apparently the guy was coming back to land and uh, i haven't gotten the full detail on what exactly happened but the engine quit and best place they could find to put it down was the freeway and unfortunately uh didn't hit any cars seriously and they both walked away so um yeah it was a pretty uh i'll tell you what that guy he he should buy a lottery ticket because the way that plane just plopped down between two cars and then spun off to the side. I mean, it's pretty miraculous, like you said, that nobody was hurt, let alone hitting another car. But uh, but really- I you know but I want to go back to the issue that this happens to I think every pilot uh, on the planet, and and I don't know what that says about our friends, but every time there's an incident here in Orlando, uh, my friends call me up or text me like, "Greg, was that you?" And, well, and they I'm, obviously don't know you that well because when's the last time you got quiet. a small airplane? <laughs> That's a whole different issue. But they don't know yeah. any better. But Rob, did you have uh, you know all your friends, relatives, and everything? Rob, was that you? Oh my God! Yeah, that happens, right? <laughs> yeah, I had uh, two uncles. Um, one guy that I've played golf with once before. He texted me. I told him I was learning to fly, and he thought it was me. Right. Sent me the YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And what is what does that say about us? <laughs> I kind of feel like they think I might have been the one to crash my plane. I don't yeah. know. I'm a little uh, when they ask me. I, they don't have much faith in our abilities, our no. friends <laughs> and family. It's it's just, uh, or maybe they care uh, yeah, a little bit too much. We'll go with that. Exactly. But I have <laughs> well, a feeling I, I was, it's the first one. <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking that maybe Aircraft Spruce was opening up a new option for uh, your will call desk that you could just drop in. But Oh, boy. That would, <laughs> that it would be work. tough to put it on top of the building We're exactly not, we don't, <laughs> well you don't, hey, don't, don't uh don't just dis- don't discount that idea though with all of the ev tall and stuff coming up you might wind up having to make a little uh little spot in your parking lot oh, eventually it, it could happen in the future i mean they're always on the cutting edge there at aircraft spruce they'll be one of the first <laughs> to incorporate that technology uh but uh in the meantime just know that rob 
and the gang at Aircraft Spruce are fine, even though they do reside there in Corona, California. So, uh, and you know, we haven't talked to you since Air Venture, and I know you connected with Dennis while you're out there. I mean, what was your overall vibe on, uh, you know, the big aviation event in Oshkosh this year? Rob? It was as busy as uh, as I can remember it. I've been to, I think, I think that was ten for me. I think I, my first one was in. Well, it might be more than that. I think maybe that's twelve. All right. And even though uh, you know the sales dollars were probably they were level with last year, which is still great, but yeah. I don't think we've ever done more number of orders than, than we had. I mean, it was from the time it opened at 9 a.m. until we closed at 5, the four days I was there was solid. I mean, there was a customer to talk to at all times. So we didn't know what to expect with the gas prices and um, sort of uh, there was some word going around that maybe the attendance wasn't going to be so good, but it was surprisingly very busy and and the people that were there were um looking for deals and looking to place orders for things they need for their airplanes so it was uh it was hard work but it was it was worthwhile for sure there you go well and and according to the official uh numbers they did break a record uh they were definitely up this year so uh that's that's pretty much what i expected to hear from you now dennis also told me that you guys went to lunch at some point and uh, you took what you took him out for cheese curds is that what you did dennis what? Well, that was the plan was cheese curds, but I yeah. picked the wrong A&W booth, the one that didn't have the deep fryer. So we just what? had to settle for a bratwurst and and a, a root beer. But hey, you know, at least we got him out of the booth and he got a couple minutes of uh, free time away from uh, the crowds for, you know, a little bit of a break. Yeah. And he shared a story with you on how, uh, well, you compared notes on how you got to Air, Air Venture and yours was uh, not as... Uh, smooth as his is that what happened or what well i would have rather gone the way he did he took the uh company plane uh-huh. uh, which is what rob what do you have there it is, uh, that was, uh, cessna conquest 425 and uh my dad flies it jim who's the uh president of the company and he uh this year it was actually only two of us normally there's like four of us in the four or five of us in the plane but the way the scheduling worked out it was just the two of us hmm. and we we took off from chino uh at like 6 30 a.m landed in denver around 10 30 local and turned and burned and we ended up landing in oshkosh at like 3 30 p.m local and the weather i'm not kidding you it was a it was a biblical storm hit about half hour after we landed we landed tied the plane down got it all secured and got to the house and at that time the winds were up it was crazy so we kind of knew that was coming we saw it on the forecast so we we hustled out there and we got in right ahead of it so i thought dennis would have flown himself but apparently he took the easy leg yeah i didn't have much of a choice because of scheduling i had to be back home without any excuses so i didn't want to get stuck with you know the airport being closed down for the air show or weather or anything like that safe in the sense that uh, it was just a bigger airplane. Maybe manage some. Well, of those. no, not. I don't mean safe that way. I meant safe in that I'm not going to face any repercussions from my wife if I didn't oh. make it home on time. Well, <laughs> and, yes, and you know that's the priority, right? Of course, yeah. If you want to live, happy yeah, wife, so, happy life, right? But you threaded the needle, got the plane in there, and you guys were pretty relieved. That was just a big blow. I mean, they did have a little bit of weather uh, during the week, but I, it wasn't that much. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that was it. It was. Um, that storm came through Saturday and the weather was beautiful the rest of the week. And that had a big thing to do with the turnout, I think. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Dennis? The weather was very comfortable 
all week. The humidity was down. The winds were up. It was so comfortable. Um, you know, you could even sleep in a tent. It wasn't the the typical oppressive uh, Midwest, you know, hot and muggy. Uh, I was very, very happy with that. It worked out nice. Yeah. So, and I got to ask, uh, Rob, did you get in your quota of cheese curds when you're in Oshkosh? Or yeah, even even yeah. though I missed the one the curds with Dennis, mm-hmm. um, I I think uh, I had probably seven orders of cheese curds throughout the week so ah. about one a day so plenty that so you kept your daily allowance up that's good yeah it's yeah important. well and you're you're still trying to you know, get through the blockage uh today uh after that many cheese curds <laughs> they'll lock you right up that's a whole nother issue uh but anyway yep. yeah but uh in your flight training going well too are you still training yeah. even though that little incident last week did that spook you at all or no it it didn't spook me. Um, I've actually just sort of restarted last Thursday. I took, I had about two months off, and you probably know how this goes, but of course I do. Uh, I, had, <laughs> I had a few things going on. We were we were moving, getting up for a one hour block once every two weeks was really going to be very productive. I would just be sort of relearning what I was doing before, and I wouldn't be able to make any progress. So I kind of put it on hold for a couple months till after oh, Oshkosh, and, and just restarted. So I'm back right. flying again. Okay, so you're going to do a nice little blind. He had to give give his digestive system uh, time to recuperate from all those cheese curds. <laughs> that's just good planning. That's a it's, it's a good flight plan, there, Rob. All right, uh, aircraft spruce. Check them out online. Get all the great deals, all the stuff for your airplanes, right there at their website. Rob, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. All right, great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. It's always good. And we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Gators approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Swirlings, the great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Swirlings, the magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a Aircraft Spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Maybe I should learn to fly. It's not too late, right? I could learn. What do you like best? The freedom, the view, the solitude. So we've traded one for the other. Uh, so we're keeping our weight and balance in check here. Just playing radio. And, and the parasitic uh, drag is still at the same level. Okay. And uh, I think you, <laughs> yeah, that was a shout out to me. Is that what you're saying again? Uh, yes. Another dig. Haven't you a made enough bit. of those already? Oh, we're, we're just not getting, done yet. Yeah, we're just getting, we're just getting warmed up. We got right, Tom well, here now. Yeah, let's change the subject. <laughs> let's let's talk about what uh, Tom Mansker's been up to because he, uh, you know, he took his new RV out to Air Venture, had a big old run, just literally got back home. Is that right, Tom? Yeah, I got home uh, uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Have you ever, just about midnight? Drove okay. about thirty three hours, uh, made it on back, and. Uh, uh, God, I, I certainly didn't miss this hot weather and humidity here in Florida. Yeah. I was loving Minnesota and Wisconsin, I'll tell you. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, so do you need a, a vacation after your vacation? Is it Was it ready, that busy or was it really laid back kind of an adventure that you had? Over the actually, last I'm ready month, to head so. down to the Keys and go diving. That's what okay. I'm ready to do. All right. I like the way he thinks. But uh, getting back to Air Venture, since we haven't spoke to you uh, since the big event, since your big road trip. I mean, overall, it went well, though, from your perspective, or what? I thought it was one of the best air ventures I've been to. It was terrific. Lots of people. Uh, we're at the RV park, Camp Shoulder there, and uh, we set up camp with about six or seven other RV people, and every night we had Mampshire margaritas. <laughs> uh, we had I met some great people from JetBlue and some some friends from United Airlines that I used to fly with. It was just great. Went over the, at the Velocity booth. We did terrific. We had so many people come over. I think we're going to get a lot of orders out of this. We'll we'll know here in about another month or two. But we had a lot of people coming and a lot of great questions. And uh, uh, plus, we got a, a new engine getting ready to maybe come out uh, for our velocities using jet a fuel so we got a lot of lot of cool stuff coming about well i bet and, and i heard from a little birdie a dennis that uh you are actually making a new purchase yourself did this happen at air venture or has this been in the works for a while actually it's happening as we speak that's why i'm a little uh, tardy getting here yeah. i just came over from the airport to the uh to the owner of this uh vans rv 9a uh uh, I was just talking to him right now. We're we're finishing up some paperwork here, getting ready to make sure that the airworthiness has all been complied with. Yeah, talking about the pedostatic system, transponder checks, and everything else. And uh, it looks like uh, I might be the owner of a, an RV nine Vans RV nine here uh, by next week. Excellent. Now I, I got to ask. So, what makes an RV nine uh, or an RV nine A better than an RV nine? What's the A do for you there? Uh, 
the difference is one's a tail dragger and one has a nose gear. Really? And that's what makes yep. it an A uh, from a, just a, a nine? Yep. Yeah, the A. Uh, I was kind of torn between, you know, I've flown tail draggers in my former life, been, uh, but insurance-wise, uh, that's why I've, I've moved into the RV9A because insurance is cheaper. Uh, it's a little less maintenance, a little easier to fly. I mean, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, so I think the nose gear flying will do exactly what I needed to do. Um, I've changed missions from uh, the velocity, and don't get me wrong, I'm still loyal, uh, can be too velocity. I think it's still the best airplane out there, Yeah, and I'm still going to instruct for them and test pilot and all the other good stuff, but my missions have changed. I need something a little bit simpler, uh, less costly to operate and everything like insurance is a big reason I'm going to the RV nine. It's, it's significantly less. So I'm going to go plus this something different to do. And I've also, uh, going to get a hold of Paggy Waxack up, uh, in St. Augustine and for some acrobatic training too. Really? In, in this yeah. new RV nine, you plan to use that for that or yep. can you? Oh, I, that's well, awesome. You know, it's not a truly acrobatic airplane as opposed to like the RV-8 or, or 7, yeah. but it can do the mild acrobatics, you know, with the positive Gs. I can still do rolls and loops and Cubanates and hammerhead saws and all that good stuff. And, wow. you know, I, I just, I had the need for speed. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun got you going and uh, you gave Patty Wagstaff a call. Yeah, she's the up in Jacksonville. Is that right? Isn't that where she uh, is or St. Augustine or something? St. Augustine, yeah. Okay, there you go. Right, Actually, I tried to get a hold of her back right before COVID, and uh, everything shut down during the COVID back in 2020. I want to take some lessons from her in either the Satabria or the extra 300, but now she's back in full operation. Uh, I tried to get a hold of her and talk to her in, uh, in uh, Oshkosh, but she was just swamped with people, and so I'm going to make it a point to reach out to her here these next coming weeks. I'm going to wait till the weather gets a little bit cooler to uh, October, November. Right now, it's just too hot outside. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, that's probably a good plan. But Patty herself, she's very approachable, but trying to talk to her at an air show, not the best approach because she is mobbed by fans at the air shows. But if you just uh, look her up online and reach out to her business there in uh, St. Augustine, Florida, uh, she's an awesome lady and obviously has quite the uh, track record for training folks and, uh, you know, taking them to the next level with acrobatic uh, flying. But going back to what you were saying about the insurance uh, costs on these planes, that was a factor in what you decided to purchase. And Dennis was telling me just that, just the wheels, uh, fixed-wheeled aircraft like that, may you know, compared to uh, retractable, like sends your insurance through the roof. Is that right, Dennis, as far as what it can cost? Well, it can, but the uh, the insurance market's really hardened. Uh, they've really come down uh, as as on risk, and what they they've been doing, and I think it's very unfair. AOPA has been all over this, but as uh, pilots are approaching their seventh decade, uh, they they start to look at it, and I think they're they're being kind of punitive in their rates. Yeah. You know, here's Tom who used to fly a retractable gear. 787 airliner right. uh, for a major airline and they uh, you know they suddenly start raising the rates on the airplane that he built and teaches in uh you know i don't think they're they're i think they're painting everybody with a very broad brush rather than looking at individual uh cases here hmm. and it's unfortunate and something's going to have to change but uh you know we need the insurance market needs to stabilize a little bit too before yeah. that'll happen well and, and uh tom was that one of the big factors the insurance cost between going from fixed uh, wing, or, I mean, uh, fixed uh, landing gear versus retractable. Was that a big thing you noticed on the insurance rates? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, just like Dennis said, the you know I have thirty two thousand hours of flying time and about thirty thousand hours of retractable time, and and you know just about every Boeing aircraft out of there. Instructor for velocity, I built a velocity. I I I got hundreds of hours in a velocity. They my insurance. <laughs> It took almost a three thousand dollar bump from last year to this year. Ouch! But a big part of this is the retractable gear versus fixed gear on your aircraft, and they're dinging the older guys just because they think they're going to get more forgetful to put the gear down, put your wheels down. I don't know. I don't think I would ever forget that. Have you ever thought? Of, have you ever forgot to put the wheels down before you landed? So far, uh, not yet. Yeah. What about you, Tom? No. Not yet. Not but yet. You, okay. All right. But well, when you do that for the first time and it takes full power to taxi, you will know. Okay. Well, but he hadn't done it yet. So, you know, don't penalize him. Okay. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, I'm Michael Goulian, aerobatic champion and air show performer. You might have seen me in the Red Bull Air Race or in air shows around the country. You're listening to Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, here's my close personal friend, Greg, your co-pilot. All right, that was 20 bucks, right? 25 bucks. <laughs> it's time to fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis it's and Tom Mansker. Who just got himself, well, he's he's moments away, I guess, a day or two away from owning a new RV-9A uh, aircraft, and uh, you're pretty excited about it. Does this thing look sleek? Is it cool? I mean, because you're, you're kind of a hot rod kind of airplane guy, uh, Tom. What do you think? What's the color oh, scheme is, on this thing? Does it look slick? Look like a hot rod is, or what? Well, right now, it's just all, it hasn't been painted, so the whole airplane is aluminum shiny aluminum oh. so it kind of looks like a, a fighter right now so, well so i mean uh, wait wait a minute has it not even been completed yet like they, they yeah. were finishing it up or has it already been uh, no, built and the, the owner the previous owner never painted he just keeps buffing out with a buffing wheel and some uh, uh aluminum polish it's just a shiny bright piece of aluminum airplane okay. uh, oh but you're gonna paint it you are gonna yeah, paint it 
I'm probably going to paint it, uh, prime it, paint it white, and then put uh, graphics on it to make it the to make the final look. But right now, I I kind of like the aluminum look about it, kind of yeah. like the military fighter look. Looks kinda like a like- classic warbird. What do you think, there, yeah, Dennis? Exactly, what should he do? Exactly. Well, yeah. I think it's a blank canvas, and you know, we can offer all sorts of suggestions. You know, I think we should put a great big just plain radio logo on it. But there you know, you that's go. just me. Yeah. Why not? Well, you know. For a certain price, I could do that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We won't charge you that much. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> do you have a color? I mean, just white? You just want to go all white, huh? Well, just all white, just for cost-wise, all white. And then like a, and that gives me still like a, a blank uh, all right. canvas. Well, so like accents or something, then, racing stripes or something. I put stripes. I yeah. put that. I could just put a just plain radio. Uh, logo. Oh, that's right. On, on the, we can do the, the white background, and, but that'll fit well. Graphics. Yeah. I had graphics on my Velocity for over four years, and they never weathered. They they held up to uh, heavy duty rain and love bugs here in Florida. They did great. So I I think I'm just going to go with graphics, and then after a year or two, if I change my mind, uh, two hours in a heat gun, I could have an all white airplane again and start fresh again with another paint scheme or another. Uh, you know, logo or another, you know, whatever design I want to come up with. I, I love the idea of graphics. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we can give them some stickers. I mean, maybe that'll be a little bit more economical uh, for both of us. <laughs> Put a Just Plain Radio uh, sticker on there. And maybe we'll have to do, uh, you know, some pictures of uh, Dennis May, our big heads, like on each wing, you know, waving below or something that's an idea that you'll want to file accordingly but uh one of the other things that you got to take into account you actually have to get checked out on this plane before you can uh officially fly it is that right well my insurance company or the insurance requires three hours of dual from a a certified flight structure and uh i just have to imagine mention that to cam dennison he goes hey there's a guy with a dc uh, or dc idea, right? i know a guy <laughs> An yeah. RV nine in my air park. How did and that I, work? I, I didn't. Uh, how are you certified to teach in that? Have you flown RV nines, Dennis? I've or? flown RV sevens, RV eights, RV nines, and RV twelves because ah, okay. my neighbors have them here, and they, I have had to work with them to do biannual flight reviews or uh, instrument ratings, and so I've gotten a fair amount of stick time in various airplanes here in the air park. So that RV nine A that he's talking about uh, is that a high wing? Uh, like a 172 type of thing, or what is it? No, all of the van's airplanes to date have been low-wing, mm, um, okay. except for the brand-new RV-15 that we went and looked at at AirVenture this right. year, which was definitely the, the bell of the ball there in the uh, home-built area. Uh, so uh, it is going to be a typical uh, low-wing. Um, yours has got the tilt-up, or you, you got the tilt-up canopy on yours, not the sliding canopy, right, Tom? Um. No, no, it's, I have to think about it. It's the slider. Oh, good. That that one's a lot easier to deal with. When you're taxiing out, you can slide the canopy back instead of trying to hold the canopy up as you're trying That's to stay it. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but is that a two, uh, four-seater type two of seater. thing? It's a two-seater. So it's like a fighter jet. Very much so. Up. It's got yeah. two sticks in the floor uh, and handles like one. Huh. Uh, that's why it can do some of the mild aerobatics. Okay. Uh, so... You know, uh, I don't think Tom and I are going to go out and do that. That would not be appropriate. 
because we should get proper aerobatic instruction from an aerobatic instructor like Patty Wagstaff before going off and doing aerobatics in your own airplane. So the plan is you'll check him out, get him that dual uh, set up for his aircraft. Then he'll go up, see Patty, get certified on the acrobatics, come back, pick you up, and then make you puke and decide his airplane. I, I think this sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Only the puking part, nah, it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, okay. It sounds like uh, you got a challenge on Game your hands. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, plan accordingly there, Tom. All right. Uh, I'll just make sure uh, I'll have Dennis spend the night over at a place over here in Marin Island. And that way, we'll get him in the morning and this uh, new breakfast burrito for him. Before yes. Yeah, you monitor fly. his uh, food intake before the flight Absolutely. just to be safe. That's a good yes. plan. As he, he, years of experience, Tom knows how to work no, this stuff. It wouldn't be my first time going inverted. I I've did some training uh, years ago in a Satabria. I've been in a F4 Phantom. Uh, we've done aileron rolls and loops, and none of that affected me. So I don't yeah. see that this would be any different. Well, but going back to the duel that you have to get the three hours, it's just for insurance purposes. I mean, is there anything on this aircraft that uh, Tom wouldn't already know how to fly on his own? Just, to be honest, a, no. It's yeah. just a matter of getting used to the peculiarities of that particular airplane. The speeds are going to be different than its velocity. It's going to have things like flaps that the velocity doesn't have. And so we're just going to work on it's just some basic aircraft handling, you know, slow flight stalls. Make sure he understands how it behaves, how it feels as you're approaching a stall. Uh, and then, you know, just make sure he's comfortable with landings and the landing speeds and the pattern and proper technique, things like that. Um, it's honestly, I, I don't envision this as being a, a major challenge for Tom. And I think it'll be a lot of fun for the two of us. We'll both learn something. Well, I bet. And, and what about that, Tom? I mean, you, have you already flown in this, uh, from the, the owner's perspective? I mean, has he taken you up and, and giving you a little sample? Or are you still, uh, waiting to do that? Oh, actually, I've, I've flown an RV7, a 9, a 10, and a 14, uh, from the left seat and right seat. So this is just kind of a, uh, filling the slots but i'm just actually looking forward to flying with dennis i mean that's the cool part i i feel pretty comfortable in the airplane already but you know getting dennis on over here and hanging out for a day or two and actually dennis said he wanted to combine it with uh possibly a launch over spacex with the artemis rocket so we can oh, combine yeah. that together that have him come over hang out for a couple of days do some training right uh, and then we you know just have a good time for a while I'm I looking bet. Forward to but fun. have you actually flown this new uh rv9a the, that yes. specific plane yet? You yeah, I have. Took I it flew up it uh, right before Oshkosh. Yeah, I flew it in October when uh, I first found out about it. I went over, approached the owner on it, and uh, you know he didn't know me from the man in the moon. I said, "Well, I'll, I'll fill your gas tank up for you if you let me go with you." And, and uh, but then uh, he he had no idea. I just came out of nowhere. And I said, "Look, I have a velocity on your side of the field." Introduced myself, and he came over to kind of check me out and. He realized I just wasn't some wacko walking around the airport. <laughs> and, uh, so for the last couple of months, I've kept in touch with him. He wasn't sure if he's going to sell it. Yeah. But uh, he, he decided uh, over the last month or two, he's going to sell it. It's a uh, it's a good price airplane. Uh, the engine was just rebuilt on it 200 hours ago uh, by a famous builder in Orlando. And it's got high compression pistons. And it's putting out about 205 horsepower. Okay. The thing climbs like a like a rake banshee it just climbs like a i'm really impressed how the thing climbs dennis is gonna like it. i mean you instead of just a little bit of nose of this thing just climbs like really, cruise perfect. speed on that will be what you figure about cruise speed, I'm, uh, about 100 and, uh, about 160 miles an hour all right so it'll be a, a nice bit slower little... than the velocity about 12 to 15 knots slower 
But with that being said, I'm going to be burning about five to six gallons per hour less. And and that the reason I'm going with the van is I've flown a couple of other airplanes. I've been given some biannual check rides. And, you know, I'm just as happy in the air at, at 120 miles an hour or 200 miles an hour and just being up in the air. And uh, if I can cut my cost by a uh, half the operating cost of this airplane. It'll put you in your happy place, it sounds like. All right, we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. My current boyfriend, uh, when we first started dating, I gave him helicopter lessons, flying lessons for his birthday. He never showed an interest in flying, but I just gave them to him in case, like, the world has gone to shit and we need to fly away. You can't in a day learn to fly a helicopter. Yeah, you can. And it's not even that much money. No, you cannot. I'm telling you, you cannot learn. Yes, you can. He's good at flying a helicopter after he a day. He never did it because he was scared. But, um, but I'll get someone to do it. I just have to have someone that knows how to fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis and Tom Hansker, who just uh, picked himself up an RV-9A. Uh, we hadn't got it uh, taken delivery just yet, but uh, hopefully in the next, what, week or two, you hope? Hopefully it'll and make next, that happen. Fans. And within uh, probably next two weeks. All right, there you go. All right, we got to talk about how you're going to use this uh, monster. But uh, before we do, there were a couple other little uh, tidbits that you and Dennis shared at AirVenture that you want to talk about. Is that right, Dennis? What did, oh, where yeah, did you guys Tom, go? It was uh, nice being able to meet up with Tom again. You know, even though we live, you know, not that far apart here in Florida, it seems like we wind up catching up at the air shows. And so once again, uh, met up with Tom and we uh, we went actually around the career fair building uh, at the, the air venture there. And we're talking to, you know, numerous airlines. He's obviously got a son who is looking for that next career in aviation. And so he was uh, talking to them and looking at opportunities, as was I with my son, you know, kind of being a similar situation. So it was uh, it was very interesting. Uh, the venue that they had set up for us was really nice. Uh, they had a bunch of different airlines, uh, air conditioned tent. So you had a really nice place to kind of hang out and talk to these recruiters and see what opportunities were out there. And uh, I thought it was interesting that they were asking for my card, too. I was going to so, say, didn't they look at you guys desperate. and go, hey, you're too old. And they're like, hey, we'll take anybody. As long as you got a pulse, we got a job. <laughs> so they weren't uh, shutting you guys out and looking at you as prospects, even though that wasn't the the purpose of your attendance, I guess. Is that right, Dennis? Exactly. And yeah. uh, I'm going to try to get them on the show later on here, the folks that were hosting that, uh, to talk to us about some of the other career options that are out there. Because it's not just airline pilots. They're looking for pilots across the board and maintenance people and dispatchers, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, but the other most important part that we uh, we managed to take uh, take in while we were at AirVenture was the Avidine Beer Burgers and Brats Bash, mm, uh, mm. the Tuesday night uh, hangout. And uh, Tom, we were not disappointed, were we? There was ample food to eat and ample beverages and lots of good company. Uh, great time there. Thanks to Avidine for hosting that once again. 
Yeah. Did you uh, fill up there, uh, uh, Tom? What do you think? Well, I got. I have six Avidine beer mugs to prove that I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the shot glasses too? That's I important. got six of those too. Ah, and I filled you know. all six up, shot, and I filled all six beer glasses up, so I can testify that they were just. They were they were a wonderful host. They were really great. Yeah, they do put on a nice uh, event. They do that at Sun and Fun too, right? Isn't that the same one? Yeah. So I believe they uh, have a good old time. And uh, it sounds good that you guys were able to to bond over a brat burger or beer, you know, when you're not flying. But uh, but let's go back to um, talking about what you're going to do with your new aircraft. I mean, uh, do you have a mission for this RV9A or you just got it because you, you, like you were saying earlier, the insurance might be a little more reasonable compared to what you've had to encounter from the insurance company in the past. Uh, or, you know, but, but I would imagine, uh, well, I don't know, compared to the velocity that you had, is it the same kind of carry capacity, even though it's a uh, two single, uh, you know, aircraft seat wise? No, it's, it's actually, they're, they're two complete different mission airplanes. Yes. They both still fly and you have a good time with them, yeah. but my velocity, I could, I could fill that thing up with 90 plus gallons of fuel and, uh, and go 1500 miles across the, the nation here. I can make it from, you know, from Merritt Island, Florida to Oshkosh without a fuel stop or up to Duluth, Minnesota or halfway to Texas or all the way, halfway through Texas on this airplane. Uh, it's more of a, this airplane is just some more fun. It's, uh, two, it's, it's like going from your, your, uh, luxury SUV to a, a two seater Corvette or a Miata. It's, it's smaller, different type of mission. Yeah. Uh, you know, hop an airplane, head down to Key West at the Wall Street. You know, hang out for today, have a good time, or or I get some my dive buddies down in uh, Marathon, fly down for today, do some diving, and be able to fly back that day. Right. Now, well, I mean, it still has some carry capacity where you could throw some stuff in there too with you, or or how actually, much? Actually, I could. I can still throw my. I can't throw my tanks and 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 dive uh, weights in there, but I can still throw all my dive gear in there and everything. The wife and I, we could probably. Uh, throw our regulators and BCs and everything and head down to the keys and yeah. uh, do our thing and, and come back that same day. So I still have that capability. Uh, the big thing is I found out after having a velocity and I got that before COVID had it all completely built that my wife and I were going to be traveling across the country, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, you know, and today with the price of fuels and, and, and uh, FBOs and everything else going on and price increases, if I want to go somewhere far, fast, I just get on a United Airlines and I can fly there free. So right, well, you get your some, new RV too, so you're going to do some of that for some of the yeah, long haul so, stuff, so my, right? My mission, my mission has changed from four or five years ago when I was working on the Velocity. Uh, I like being in the RV and the camaraderie, especially at Sun and Fun. And I, matter of fact, at Sun and Fun, you better get there this time. I'm looking yes. forward to you coming over and hanging out for a night or two. Absolutely, I'm going to get one of those uh, Mansker margaritas. You can count on it. Oh, you count on that. But, you know, with the camaraderie at Oshkosh, yeah, it's, it's a nice flyer airplane, but it was nice having my RV as a recreational vehicle there. Right. And I got there like three days prior to the show start and helped Velocity set up the booth and, uh, you know, put down the automats and everything else. So I enjoyed helping out uh, with my company. and We had a good time and, uh, and just hanging out at nighttime here in the really cool thing is like a guy named Dwayne that owns uh, Velocity. You know, he's in his mid-80s. He's got stories that are just tremendous to listen to. So we back, actually sat by a campfire each night. He told great stories of his last 70 years of flying around. So 
the camaraderie, uh, you can't beat. So, to being in an RV at Oshkosh, RV as a recreational vehicle is, is just the greatest, uh, that was my high point of this year so far. Just being there that this this week, it well, really was. I bet yeah, that's part. It's a huge social event. I mean, that's why we do this a lot of times. Sure, yeah. you have the freedom of flying, but hanging out with your fellow aviation enthusiasts—that uh, that's just—it's uh, all almost like a, you know a family reunion when you go out to those events after a few years, for sure. But when it comes to your uh, your your new aircraft, this RV nine A, I'm just really interested to find out, Tom. Um, the, the guy, he built it, he's selling it to you. It needs a paint job. But other than that, are there any other things that you're planning to do to it or add on? Oh, or? Yeah. It, it, it needs a paint job. You know, if you get tired, it also needs an interior and also needs an avionics upgrade right now. It's oh, got a nice okay. VFR panel, but it's not, it's not a glass. Well, it does have a G five, uh, little EFIS in there, but I'm going right. to probably put a 10 inch EFIS in there. So it's a fixer upper. You big, you yeah, it is. Yeah, I wanted bit. something. Yeah. Actually, I've been looking for an RV seven or nine that, that somebody just got quit quit uh, building it and just sat in their hangar for a while or their right. garage. Yeah. I actually wanted to complete one. It needed a motor and avionics, but this one's already done. If I could have found one that needed a motor and, and continued building it, I would have been happy to do that. But to no avail for the last uh, year, I've been looking, but uh, there's just nothing out there. Yeah. Well, he, it sounds like all the heavy lifting part is done. If you want to go and, uh, you know, dress up the avionics, I mean, that's a typical kind of uh, upgrade that you can do uh, yourself or have it done or whatever. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like, like it, it's major overhaul kind of stuff. It's a great flying airplane. Again, it's just a paint job if you want it, if you need it, which right now I'm happy. You know, I'm going to get the airplane in for the first six months. Just enjoy the airplane. Get out sure. every morning or just yeah. go flying around. Fly over to meet Dennis for or Arcadia Tuesday for tacos and right. just have a good time and you know, catch up with my friend down in Key West and not do anything. And then after I realized, okay, what more do I need? Do I really need a a full uh IFR panel and spend thirty grand on it or just keep the way it is? Do I really need a you know, super deluxe high back seat and all nice interior or just kind of a more simplistic. So I'm not sure what I want yet. So I'll get the airplane and fly it for a few months. And then if I need to do all the stuff, there then you I'll go. start you get a feel it. for it and then uh, decide how much more money you want to dump into it. This sounds like exactly. a good problem to have. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 